Welcome to the 30A Show, your beach happy podcast for beach lovers. Brought to you by 30A Cottages. Online at 38cottages.com and powered by La Dolce Vita, LDV38.com. Let's hit the beach. Here's Corey. Breast Cancer Awareness Month every October, and today on the 30A Show, we are highlighting a locally born charity founded by a cancer patient to serve cancer patients. The Foy Bell Foundation and their Blue Bag Movement, created by Chelsea Burler. We're going to talk more about the foundation Chelsea helped to create just before losing her battle to cancer in early July 2018. Chelsea was one of the first ever interviews on 30A Radio. Her and I traded texts. She was a fan of 30A.com and 30A Radio, so we invited her to tell her story on our segment, People in Your Neighborhood. So let's hear from Chelsea now, her story on how she finally made it to the beach and found the love of her life here on 30A. So the way this happened was Chelsea Burler decided to go ahead and uh, and heart something. And, you know, every once in a while you investigate, you know, who is this? I'm not, I'm, and so not only do we drink beers at the Growler Garage next to each other, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, start start with what we were talking about earlier because you started in North Dakota and ended up here filling the filling the space in between. Yeah, so I grew up in a really tiny town in North Dakota, about 300 people tops. So down here is like home for me because it is a very small town. I grew up in in a family where we struggled a lot. We we had some issues with uh, money and raising each other and all of that and I know that when I graduated from high school, I was like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Where am I going to go with this? You know, I, I, I felt like I was different. I felt like I didn't quite fit in. I felt like there was something more. I didn't want to settle. So I tried multiple things. I tried college, in and out of college, and nothing quite stuck for me until I landed a really good corporate job. And I felt like I really shined there. I really worked hard. I really did well. Although there was still something that I, I felt like wasn't quite there. And it was the the motivation to be more, to do more, to, to create more. And so I took all the things that I knew how to do well, which really comes down to taking care of clients, customer service, making sure people are taken care of in business. Uh, I put all that together. And at 21, I started my own business. At the time, I was still working both the corporate and my business, just getting it started up. And it was just me, and it was mostly consulting at the time. So consulting small businesses, entrepreneurs, um, focusing on marketing, branding, business development. Those are the kind of things that I worked on. And then I found this need for the clients I was working with that they needed more implementation support. So they needed to not have me just talk about really cool things. They wanted to actually have those things be done for them. So... We started um, create, or I started creating this business around how can I hire people to deliver this service. Well, I got to a point where I was making enough money where I was able to dump my corporate job and and all the benefits that went with it. Was, Sweet, That's and so uh, awesome. I remember my mom saying, "You're nuts and crazy, and why would you ever want to do that?" And your my grandma was like, "You're not doing anything illegal online, are you?" They didn't quite understand how I was actually making money doing Yes, Grandma. This. I started DraftKings is what I did. I know, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I just worked my little heart out for, for several years. And 
at 25, I, I was in North Dakota running this really successful business. I had a virtual team of about 11 people at the time, and they worked all over the U.S. And then I realized that I'm sitting in North Dakota running a successful business, and I'm not seeing the world. I'm not seeing anything. I'm not traveling. I'm just working all the time. So I realized I love what I did, but there's got to be more to life than just working, right? So, and I've never heard of 38. I, at this point, I never heard of 38 before, you know, Florida, it, coming from North Dakota, Florida is Florida. That's like Disney World, right? You know, it's, it, it was all that really uh, I was aware of. And my friend down here had come vacation here and spent a lot of time here. And she's like, come on down, spend a weekend here. So I did, and I ended up renting a bungalow in the bungalows right behind Tom Thumb and Seagrove. Awesome. So I was a long-term rental renter for a year there, and when my year was almost up, I was thinking, you know, this was awesome. I love the beach. I'm such a water person. It's super fun. But at the end of the day, I've made no friends. I've been working all the time, and all my neighbors come and go because it's a vacation spot. So I thought, uh, maybe it's time to throw in the towel and focus on my business more, move back to North Dakota, maybe do what they say everyone does. And I remember I, you know, called my mom and she basically told me, no, don't come home. Like you're making a mistake and you need to get out more. You need to start doing more. You need to stop working so much. And I went for lunch that day and it was at Budden Alley's. And I actually ended up meeting my husband there. He was the only one there sitting all by himself. I actually felt really bad that he was eating by himself. So this girl from North Dakota just walks over to him and like, hey, are you eating by yourself? I want to stick up for the, I want to stick up for what is now her husband saying he might have felt the same way. Man, she's here by herself. Well, you know what so. he said? He, he's like, that never happens. You don't ever get picked up by a chick. Like, that doesn't happen. Hey, but we it thank was. you for stepping forward and being that woman. Um. So... Anyways, we ended up uh, having to leave, and he's probably going to be listening. To cool. This. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll make sure. Hi, Mark. Um, well, we always thought, you know, eventually we were going to be here full time, but we never quite figured out how that would work out. We both travel for a living. Um and, you know, one day we just decided, like, why aren't we living there full time? We go there all the time. We're spending weekends there. Like, why not just live there full time? And the more and more we got to thinking about it, I was all in. I'm very adventurous. And Mark was like, that's a little freaky change. You know, I can't imagine living there full time. And so we ended up doing it. And uh, we moved uh, full, full time in April. So we're in um, Dune Island across from the view. And we love it. Tell me about your involvement with Sirius and XM. Yeah, so in the past, I've been asked to do some radio shows for them, um, several different variations, you know, from colleges to just the greatest, you know, ones that you love to listen to. And they really interviewed me mostly on my book and understanding the entrepreneurship and small business world of, of that story. So it was super fun. So I have another book coming out next month. It, it'll start shipping or selling next month. And it, it's called You're Not Alone. And it's um, it's kind of like a... Uh, part devotional, part inspirational, and it's basically about how every day, how can you prompt change in your life? What can you do to be better? What can you do to help others? You know, those types of things, and you, you journal about it and talk a little bit about it, and it, it's the same concept, because I struggle with that with other people, too. It's like, I, I don't get what your block is. You know, why, why are you thinking that way? Why can't you think more ahead, more positively? You know, and it's hard for people, so... They need more. They need more people like us. Let's talk about the A a little bit. <laughs> uh, you live on the West End, so yes. uh, from Rosemary Beach to back to Dune Allen. I mean, tell me, tell us some of your favorite points on Thirty A. 
Oh, man, there's so many. So uh, I love La Playa. Their fish tacos are mind-blowing. I have them all the time. Um, my ultimate favorite place is Growlers to hang out. Mostly Chelsea.com is our website. It is Chelsea Burler, and we thank you for your time. Uh, and if you want to ever catch up with Chelsea, uh, go find her at her mobile office at the Growler Garage, <laughs> which is just easy. Yes. That's right. Tangerine beer. Thanks, Chelsea. Thank you. I'm with Chelsea's husband, Mark. Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here today. You're in charge of Team Foy, Bell. Mark, can you tell me about Chelsea's thoughts on the need for the blue bag movement? Sure. Um, at the age of 33, my wife was diagnosed with stage 4 triple negative breast cancer. And we would go to chemo treatments. And we quickly realized that not everybody else who was going to chemo was as loved and supported as Chelsea was. Um, Chelsea would have a bag of just stuff. Um, It it would have blankets and socks and anything to either ease the uh, side effects of chemo or help her to pass the time during a six-hour cancer session. And when she looked around, not everybody was as well-supported as she was. And uh, sometimes she was so well-supported, we would have duplicates of some items and we would put them in the common area and they would be gone in maybe 10 minutes. So it was at that moment that Chelsea decided, I'm going to create a foundation whose sole purpose is to provide love and support to everybody who's going through the chemo treatment process. Now, we heard from Chelsea on an interview we did uh, probably four or five years ago, just about her wanting to come down here and live at the beach and the story of how you guys met. Tell me about how it was for her here on 30A. This is like heaven for her, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was her dream to live on 30A. And she actually lived on 30A for about a year before I met her. And then we had met, and I had, I was living in Birmingham at the time. And I dragged her back to Birmingham with me, away from the place that she loved. Um, and somehow she found a way to get us back here. So in 2015, we moved back from Birmingham after living for about four years together in Birmingham, coming back to the beach. She really found a way to get down here and set something up that was, uh, it's a huge company now that she set up. So tell me about that right now. So her company is Solomar Agency. Basically, it's a marketing agency that does uh, digital marketing, website design for lots of different customers. And she runs a virtual company. She has somewhere between, I don't know, 18 and 24 employees. And they do work for different companies around the globe. It's amazing. Uh, Let's talk about the blue bag movement. I think it's fantastic. And it's an easy way that you can support. We're in the middle of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So how much does each bag cost? So the cost of a bag is $115. And that includes shipping. So uh, we ship everything out, USPS, large box, flat rate, and that includes that cost. In the bag are 20-plus items, again, to either ease the side effects of chemo or to pass the time during, you know, what is normally a six-hour chemo treatment session. Uh, Things like blankets, hats, gingin candies for nausea, oatmeal, tea, a hot and cold cup, coloring books, a book to read, a journal, Kleenex, chapstick, Purell, uh, hand sanitizer. All the the items you would think that you would need um, are in the bag. And there's blankets in there as well. And blankets, yes. Yeah, that's important. I know I have some good friends and my dad have been through that, and the blankets are solid. Um, How many requests have you guys had for the blue bags? 
So it's amazing. The, the requests have been absolutely overwhelming, more than we can actually handle with the donations that we have today. Tuesday, we'll be packing another 250 bags. And as of the end of day Tuesday, we will have packed 700 bags, and they will have been shipped mostly in the U.S., but also some to Canada, to England, to Ireland, and Tuesday we'll be shipping our first bag to South Africa. The website where people can see all the information on the foundation is, I looked at it, it's great. There's ways that you can donate and buy shirts, and that goes directly to the cause. So tell me about the website and what people can see there. Sure. On the website is foybell.org, and we have a video from Chelsea talking about her vision for the foundation. Uh, as you mentioned, you can buy T-shirts on the website. You can donate on the website. We have testimonials from folks um, who have received bags. The feedback we get on the bags is just amazing. One of the things we never realized was we always thought that friends and family would be sponsoring bags for other people. And what has become to be true is that more than 50% of the bags that are requested are requested by the patients themselves. The most common email that I respond to is, am I allowed to request a bag for myself? And when Chelsea and I first talked about the foundation, we never ever thought of that there would even be a case where somebody did it themselves. And it just shows you how great a demand there is for this love and support that the foundation provides. Tell me about the name of the foundation. We didn't really talk about that. Sure. So Foy Bell was actually Chelsea's grandmother, and she also passed from breast cancer. So Chelsea decided to name the foundation in her honor um, and continue to help breast cancer patients. This is not a hereditary thing, maybe, with Chelsea. This was totally out of the blue, correct? Absolutely. Um, They did the normal BRCA tests when they found out Chelsea's grandmother had breast cancer and they did not show up positive in Chelsea. Then they did an extended test looking at other genes and none of them showed up to be uh, the BRCA BRCA or any other hereditary uh, gene. So, you know, Chelsea was 33, never had a mammogram. Typically, you don't have them until you're 40. It was just out of the blue. Our first appointment was to get the news that she was stage four, triple negative, which is the most aggressive type of breast cancer. And it's a loss for our area. And it's a great foundation. And we'll see you Tuesday. Thank you. How can you help the Foy Bell Foundation Blue Bag Movement? You can donate any one-time amount at foybell.org. That's F-O-Y-E-B-E-L-L-E.org. Or consider a $19 a month donation. Why $19? Well, that is the standard rate to deliver one blue bag to a cancer patient. Your donation of $19 a month is helping Foy Bell Foundation send out two additional bags each year to someone in need. So please go online and make a donation if you can. The Foy Bell Foundation and the Blue Bag Movement. Find out more at foybell.org. Our interview with Mark Burler recorded live at the Perfect Pig in Gulf Place on 30A. Hit the beach with our friends at 38cottages.com. Great homes for rent all across the beaches of South Walton. And make your stay easier. Pre-book beach chairs, bonfires, golf cart, or bike rentals with our friends at La Dolce Vida at ldv38.com. Thanks for listening to The 30A Show, produced on location in Northwest Florida on Scenic Highway 30A. Until next time, beach happy. I see the scale.